This is the, the second week of the series called Fear Factor. Rachel had mentioned that. And this morning we're going to be looking at Ephesians chapter 5, starting at verse 15 in the Bible. And it, writing this message was, was kind of bittersweet for me. I've got to admit, it, it's, it's Thanksgiving, and, and there's so much for, to be thankful for. But at the, at the same time, I was spending some time in our community this week learning, doing kind of a community analysis. And I've got to tell you that there's some things that we're just not so thankful for, too, that, that are hard. They're hard to hear about our community. Like, for, for example, one, one point I, I learned this week that one in four children in our community are living in poverty. I'm not especially thankful for that. I'm thankful for our church. I'm, I'm thankful that we have that opportunity to, to be Christ to those people, but it's, it's hard to hear those things. It's hard to be, be thankful and, and live in this tension where we, we live in a world where there's so much poverty. But having said that, I am thankful for God's Word. Because with God's Word, He'll show us exactly how we can live into those tensions, to, to how to address poverty, how to, to live in, into some of the, the challenges that exist in our community. This second week, we're going to be looking at time, a time of thanksgiving. How do we spend our time? Do we spend it wastefully? Do we spend our time usefully? With all the time that God has given us, how are we using it? And Ephesians kind of gives us some clues of how we can use our time. Is there anything in the whole world that's more valuable than time? People go to incredible lengths to get time to manage it, to make the most of it. And at the same time, we fear time. We fear not meeting a deadline. We might fear Monday morning because it's time to go back to work. For some of us, our greatest fear is being left alone with our free time. You know, whether we are trying to juggle our time or we don't know what to do with the free time that we have on a given day, the Bible gives us clear insight in how God wants us to be spending our time. I'm going to read Ephesians 5, starting at verse 15 for you. It says, very, be very, very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God, the Father, for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. The verse starts with, look carefully how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the best of our time, because the days are evil. This verse in God's Word begins with a command, 
or an urgent request. This little section that I read starts with a request. It says two words. Look carefully. Look carefully how we use our time. These two words, look carefully, kind of remind me of our trip to Ottawa this summer. We went to Ottawa for Canada 150 on July 1st, and we're going to go downtown with our four little children. Maybe not such a good idea, but they were expecting close to a million people. Before we went down, we, we took our kids aside, and we said to them, very seriously, it's very, 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 very important that we be careful, that we stay together, that we don't get separated, that someone doesn't get lost. It's very serious. We need to be careful. God says in Ephesians 5.15, be very, very, very careful how you go through life, that we don't make foolish decisions, but act wisely making the best use of our time. It's interesting to think about that word time. The Bible writers in the original language use two words for time. One is chronos, chronos time, which is the word where we get chronological or chronology. It's chronos time. And chronos time is a set date on a calendar. It's a specific time. And then there's another word for time, which is used in God's word here today. It's kairos, which is quite different than a set date. Kairos is a moment or opportunity, it's a moment for supreme opportunity. So God's word says, to put it all together, that we be very, very careful with all of our supreme opportunities that we have in life. When we go through our day, consider every moment that we go through as a supreme opportunity to live for Christ. Every moment, every single second in our day is an opportunity to live for Christ. You know, to kind of give you an idea of what it looks like to, to grab onto supreme opportunities, I was thinking about this, and my, my friend Dwayne, he lives in Beamsville, and one night, the cops came to his street, stormed the whole community, and they descended on a house where this young man was violent, he, he was depressed, he was, he was struggling in his life. They shut down the whole, whole block, and he was threatening people in his house with a weapon. He was threatening people in the community. And it was just an ugly situation. Afterwards, they, they brought him away. They, they put him in prison for a little while. And then ultimately, he came back home and, and lived right next to my friend Dwayne. Now, what people would do in the community, and this is what Duane told me, when people would walk by the house, they would go around his house. They would go on the other side to avoid this guy's home, but not Duane. He went, knocked on his door, and asked if he could come in. He went and sat with him. He got to know him. He invited him over to his house with their four young children. He invited to, to events for Thanksgiving. He got to know him. He used the supreme opportunity that God gave him on a street when we have opportunities where we can either run away or we can run in. 
And Dwayne chose to run in. And it's kind of cool to think about that he connected with this guy. He walked with him. He lived into that supreme opportunity. Ultimately, this young man came to Christ, gave his life to the Lord. And Karen and I, along with our family, were able to go to his baptism. He was baptized in Lake Ontario. Full immersion baptism. Just a beautiful, beautiful sight. It's Christ who changed that life. But Dwayne used a supreme opportunity to walk through the door, to walk towards someone who needed him. So for us as a church, for us who live here in this community, we could ask ourselves, what does it look like to live for supreme opportunities where we are? in our neighborhood, the people next door? Do we walk around people's houses? Do we run the other way when our neighbor's out walking their dog? Or are we running in, or running towards the supreme opportunities that God has set before us? We have to be very, very careful that we're not missing these supreme opportunities. I open by saying that there's one one in four children in the community in Thorold is suffering from poverty. Can you believe that? If Thorold schools, for example, are on the, the bottom 5% of all the schools in the province, and, and that's part due part to poverty, I think. If kids don't have a proper meal in the morning, they can't learn. And then... When, when they come into school and, and they don't have all of the competencies, do you think it's easy for them to get a job? It, it's, their, it's the cycle where they're hungry and then they don't have good grades and then they come out of school and they can't get a job and, and then their, their kids are living in poverty. How are we walking into those opportunities? How are we running in to the opportunities that God has set before us? I can think of so many ministries that are going on in their churches to look around, a new missional community going in down at YFC, what's happening at, at Cobblestone, at, at Prince of Wales School, at, at the prison. There's so many things that the church is doing where God is opening doors. There's supreme opportunities in our community that God wants us to run into. I would challenge you today if you're not connected with, with someone in our church, if you're not connected in a small group, get involved. Talk to someone. Go to the table at the back. Talk to information. Come talk to me. Talk to someone around here who you always see kind of doing something involved in something. Talk to them. Run into that, to the supreme opportunities that God is making available for us. Let, let's try to break this poverty in our city. Maybe by next year, I could come up and preach again on this day and, 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 and maybe only one in four families suffer from poverty. How, how can we break this cycle? Our verse says, look very careful how you walk. Not as unwise, wasting our time, but as wise, making the best of 
the opportunities that Christ has given us. Because it's Thanksgiving, how can we walk into those opportunities giving thanks? When you connect with your neighbor, when you connect with that person in your ministry, how are you a people, how are we a people who are giving thanks? I I hopped over the fence this morning to give my neighbor a hand in the backyard and he, he, he was trying to pack up this pool. I, I seen him wrestling with it, and I gave him, help, gave him a hand getting the water out of it, and, and he was so, so thankful, and then I started telling him, yeah, I'm preaching this morning, and he's, oh, yeah, what, what, are, you, what are you preaching on? He, he had all these questions, and he says, you know, Thanksgiving, it, it, it's about consciousness, isn't it? We, we need to be in a frame of mind or when we're in a frame of mind of thankfulness, when we're constantly giving thanks, we're people who are saying thank you, giving thanks to God, being thankful for the people that are around us. It changes everything. It changes how people see us. It changes how people hear us when we're a people of thanksgiving. So as we go through this week, as through this year, How are we walking into supreme opportunities? And when we do, how are we a people who are thankful? And just like I said in our prayer, the the idea of thanksgiving, it's got the giving part in there. It's, It's giving your time. It's giving your resources. It's giving the things that we have. It's... I was dressed like this this morning when I hop over the fence. This, this isn't to brag, but I was dressed like this, and I, I'd seen the guy wrestling. I'm like, oh, man, i, I got to go put my shorts on and my T-shirt and my ugly shoes back on it. And we made a whole mess. I had to go take a shower again. before. I, this is like stage two this morning. But the, the point is, we have to be willing to give up our time to do that. So God says... Be very, very careful how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the best of your time. Being filled with the Spirit, he says at the end of the the verse. Being filled with the Spirit of God. Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Speaking to each other, blessing each other. Being thankful. Saying thank you to people, speaking with songs, hymns, and songs. Such a beautiful picture. And then it says, and sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God. Always giving thanks to God. Pray to God. Ask Him. How can we break the cycles in our community? How can I connect with my neighbor? Give thanks to God for our neighbors, for our community, for YFC, for the prison, for the ministry we have at Cobblestone, for all the other things. Give thanks to him because those are opportunities that we can walk into, run into, to make the most of them. Always giving thanks to God, the Father, for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be careful how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of our supreme opportunities. 
running in to open doors that Christ is opening for us. Can we pray? Father in heaven, the doors are wide open in this community. There's people who want to know who you are. There's people who desire to be loved, to be held, to know someone, to be in relationship with you, to have a friend. We heard that in our time of prayer. People just love the opportunity to be in a, in a small group, to love the idea of being in community. Lord, we pray that you would help us as a church, as a people, to run into the supreme opportunities that you have given us. And Lord, as we run in, I pray that we would be a people who are humble, who are servants, and most of all, who are people who are thankful, who give thanks to God for what we have, so to give thanks to God for the neighbors we have, for the opportunities that you have given us to serve. We're a people who walk around with red shirts who say, here to serve on the back. Lord, we want to be people who serve. Who serve you with the supreme opportunities that you have given to us. Lord, teach us how to walk. Not as unwise, but as wise. Teach us to make the most of the supreme opportunities we have where our sails are filled with the Spirit of God. Where we are confident that we're in the boat with Jesus Christ. And that we would go out and change our community in your name. We pray. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen.